0: Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. Natalie D. Today, we're talking to you about... Teeth. The little things that you might have in your head.
1: The guys that live in your mouth. (laughs) All those little guys.
0: You know, we're all familiar with teeth, but Natalie, what exactly are they?
1: (laughs) Uh, Tooth is the singular for teeth. A tooth is a hard calcified structure found in the jaw or mouth of many vertebrates that is used to break down food.
0: Easy enough, and yet they cause us so much pain and suffering.
1: I don't have dental problems really.
0: No, you have great teeth. Yeah. How did you do that?
1: I don't know, it's just dumb luck. I have like ninety six teeth.
0: <laughs> you do? You have all your teeth, and then you have your wisdom teeth. Yeah. You, just nev- you never got them pulled no, out. No, I didn't. They came in, and they're like...
1: There they go. <laughs> my teeth are, like, super insanely crooked, though, because of it, because I just have so many fucking teeth crammed in there.
0: Yeah. I have, like, 26 teeth left. How many are you supposed to have? 32. Does that include wisdom teeth? I think so. Okay, so I have, like, 24. The dentist would always tell me that I had soft enamel on my teeth. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But apparently, it means your teeth are softer and not as good at staying where they are. Also, my teeth are really small.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then I got, before I realized that it was a cover for collecting personal data about me, I got my 23andMe genetic quiz right Mm -hmm. and they said they put a little yellow warning sign and they said hey did you know you have a genetic defect in your teeth (laughs) and i was like yeah i mean i figured right Mm -hmm. because i i take care of them yeah something i've seen online is everybody's like oh the dentist always says to floss but every time I floss, my gums bleed. Well, my gums don't bleed because I floss twice every day. I floss, and my gums are as healthy as they're gonna be, and my teeth are just fucking crumbling pieces of shit. It sucks. And I brush, uh-huh. just to make it clear, I brush my teeth. No, when you I floss.
1: I will vouch. I will vouch. Being the lady you're married to, you don't ever have bad breath, and I also always see you brushing your teeth. I'm just telling the people that he's not just making shit up. He actually does take very good care of his teeth. They are just assholes.
0: You know, sometimes your body just rebels against you. Now, your teeth, are they technically part of your skeleton? No. They're not? No.
1: They are not bones. They are, like, a different structure that just happens to be in your jaw. But it is, like, not a part of your jaw. They are structures that are made out of different dental tissues, none of which are bone.
0: Okay, so the enamel that coats them is just like a separate deal.
1: The enamel that coats them is a particular tissue, then the dentin is like a particular tissue, and et cetera, et cetera.
0: I had my wisdom teeth taken out a long time ago. I had those taken out. And then my, you know, sometimes my teeth just break. Mm -hmm. They just have very soft enamel. They're not made very well. I actually found my dentist because I had cavities and stuff in my in my mouth and I ended up getting a cap on one of my teeth and the cap kept falling off. Uh, I went to him and he agreed to do it for a lower price because I didn't have insurance. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy's the man, right? And finally it got to the point where he's like, well, you have like one tiny little nub like sticking up above your gum where this tooth should be. Let's just take it out. You don't like, you don't need to keep trying to glue this cap on there. It's not going to stick. So I did that and it was fine. I mean. Yeah. Except that I don't have a tooth there.
1: Yeah. It's not anywhere where you can see it though.
0: If I do lose teeth in the front of my mouth, I would have them fixed. I'd get a an implant or a bridge or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. I would request that. Well, no, I, I <laughs> No,
0: it's just I would I it would not come to anybody telling me like, Hey, you know your <laughs> buddy <laughs>
1: I am looking forward to when you're, like, 55. Oh, and, you're... Okay. And all of your teeth have just, like, completely failed. And then you get giant movie star dentures. I think that's going to be funny.
0: <laughs> they're going to be blinding
1: white. And they're going to look like beautiful toothpaste commercial, like, movie star giant teeth. Huh? <laughs> You're going to look fantastic.
0: (laughs) It's going to match my sparkling minty personality.
1: I always like it when there's, like, famous people who, like, you you can tell when they just get all their teeth replaced. Do you? I think it's very funny. I think, like, the fetishization of, like, perfect teeth is, is funny.
0: I don't really care what people's teeth are like, but I do think it's funny when I see somebody and they have big teeth because <laughs> mm-hmm. my my teeth are so small it's tied to the to whatever problem I have right yeah, yeah when people have just these enormous teeth that are like two or three times as big as mine <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: and they're just blinding wide I'm like, well look at you <laughs> that's great. <laughs>
1: I like it when people have fucked up teeth. I think it adds charm and character to people's faces and I like it. If I meet somebody and their teeth are all fucked up in some way. Like not like rotten, but like if they if they're not perfect teeth, I always think it's charming.
0: There's something where people need to accept the imperfections of life, and if somebody can accept their own teeth not being perfect, and people are not making that their priority in life. They're doing other things with their time and money than straightening and whitening their gigantic horse teeth. <laughs> Right? Mm -hmm.
1: Doing that shit is bad for your teeth.
0: Is it really?
1: Like whitening your teeth? It's not good for your teeth.
0: I used to work for consumer product giant Procter & Gamble, Mm -hmm. headquartered in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I grew up. I worked there for a short amount of time. But when I worked there, it was a very weird situation where I had very little actual work to do. At the time I worked there, I was on a project where we were developing an energy drink... Based on coffee <laughs> which on one hand not hard mm-hmm. <laughs> on the other hand hard to sell
1: <laughs> yeah
0: because right there's all
1: kinds of them out now though you, you were just before your time
0: so I would always go I so I would do my little amount of stuff that I had to do. For my boss, who would just call me and tell me to do stuff, it was a very, like, secret agent type of job. I would go, and I would just flip through, and I'm sure they were, like, company confidential. And I'm not going to reveal any company secrets or anything. It was just cool to flip through. You know, I flipped through, like, all the design documents for Pringles. (laughs) And I was like, I can never talk about this on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Because I will get murdered or sued. You know, whichever one's worse. But one of the things, and this was something that an employee told me, and it was not a trade secret. Procter & Gamble made something called white strips, which they still make. Yeah, yeah. So one of the reasons that product actually works, and I'm not vouching for white strips or saying that they have a, a guaranteed efficacy. Yeah. But the idea was that it takes a certain amount of time for the chemicals that whiten your teeth to diffuse through the outer layer of your tooth enamel. Mm -hmm. So there's like peroxides or some cadre of chemicals that diffuses through the outside layer of your enamel, gets to the inside, which is yellow, and turns it white, Mm -hmm. essentially bleaching it, right? Mm -hmm. That's why whitening toothpaste, whitening mouthwash doesn't work because you have to have it on your teeth for like half of an hour Mm -hmm. so that there's enough of a concentration gradient to push it into your teeth. Right. Otherwise, it won't work. Like whitening toothpaste basically doesn't work for this reason. Yeah. But also when I worked at Procter & Gamble, I went into some lab and they were mixing stuff up. And I'd worked in chemistry labs for like years and years and years at this point. And I went in and uh, not my boss, but some lady I was working with, kind of mixed some stuff up in a beaker, handed it to me and said, taste this. And I was like, <laughs> And she looked at me and she was serious and she goes no taste it and I looked back at her and I said no (laughs) because like everything I'd been working with up to that point was not only something that you would not taste but you would put on gloves you would work with it in a fume hood right yeah right you know most things most raw materials are are toxic and reagents and testing compounds and stuff they're all toxic but then she explained to me that if you work at a place that makes consumer products you actually have to test them and you would go down to the lab and they would put white strips on you and they would rub lotion on your arm and they would wipe your ass with charmin and (laughs) just fucking (laughs) you were encouraged It was like company culture. You were encouraged to sign up for these tests. I didn't do that.
1: Oh, did I ever tell you about the time where I did consumer testing? No. (laughs) I I was a kid, and I went to some kind of marketing, like, consumer testing thing for Lucky Charms. (laughs) Did you invent one of the shapes? No. I went there, and I sat in this room by myself, and they gave me a whole fucking ton of little bowls of lucky charms and they were all slightly different <laughs> and i was i had to tell them which ones i liked the most
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it was all like what i remember it was like the cereal was varying levels of crunchy okay and like there was like textural differences and things like that so i sat there for like an hour and ate lucky charms and then they gave me 5 bucks i think <laughs>
0: five (laughs) dollars
1: it wasn't very much money
0: (laughs) that's illegal (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's illegal
1: i don't think it is you could pay people to do research i have been paid to do research things many times
0: i have too i've taken little surveys i've done little things i never did medical research but i never got paid five dollars. It was always something that was above minimum wage.
1: But I was a child and I was just sitting there eating sugar cereal. <laughs> I
0: guess at the t- I guess at the time five dollars would have been more than an hour. Yes. Of- Wait, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I get no, I guess that's technically <laughs> legal. <laughs> According to the Ohio revised code, that is acceptable.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed that. I thought it was a good deal
0: oh <laughs> well, yeah sure
1: and I was just like oh, I give this Lucky Charms a three this one's probably a four this one's a two <laughs>
0: But they were all like, like
1: barely different
0: they were all roughly lucky charms they, they were, were like, all
1: like obviously lucky charms
0: it was like if you went to hills and you went to Myers and you went to kroger's and you got three different boxes of lucky charms of varying freshness <laughs>
1: yeah it probably would have been the same amount different yeah <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of them had slightly more marshmallows. I don't know.
0: Did you ever do medical testing? I used to work, not at Procter & Gamble, but at a different place that made chemicals. (laughs) And I used to work with a guy, and he had been working there for a long time, so he had paid vacation. And he would take his paid vacation, he would take like five days, like three and a half days, whatever, here and there. He said, I'm going to Phoenix. And I was like, sweet, dude. Like, it's nice out there. It's really cool. I like the climate and I like the vibe. And then somebody told me, well, he's not going to Phoenix, Arizona. He's going to Phoenix International. Which is a medical testing place in Cincinnati. <laughs> so after I found this out and I was chatting with him, because I worked at this place for a couple of years, I was chatting with him and he's like, they took plugs out of my ass. And I was like, oh yeah? And again, I thought he was joking. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. And what does that mean though, bro? <laughs> and he said, you know, hole punch. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, they hole punched my ass. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he leans over and very conspiratorially said, I made 1500 bucks."
1: <laughs> what did they plug? Why?
0: He was not like a very effusive man. Yeah. And so all I gathered out of it was like what he said, but f- they cut skin out of his butt (laughs) and they rubbed something on it to inflame his subcutaneous tissue under his skin that his skin would have normally protected his ass from (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they rubbed that in and then he stayed there for five days while they
1: looked at the hole (laughs) and uh, yeah
0: and like every day or two, they would, like every day or twice every day, they would take him in and take Polaroids of his ass lesions.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> and then but he was like i'm doubling up i'm double dipping bro because like he got paid from work and then he got paid from phoenix and for but a It's bomb- like
1: not enough money to get holes poked out of your butt fifteen hundred dollars for five days is like three hundred dollars a day i I'm- mean that's like it's like not a small amount of money but i think that like the indignity of it in addition to having plugs of skin removed from your butt i think that's not a very good deal i don't think
0: and plus, it's like, plus you have to sign all the waivers and stuff. So, like, if it kills you, too bad. Yep. For me, it was mostly, like, the reversal of fortune. I was like, this guy has it made. He goes out there. <laughs> and it's just...
1: Living the dream. It's just
0: big, <laughs> uh, big desert country. I don't know anything about Phoenix. <laughs> He goes out there, and he puts turquoise on, and there's a skull. (laughs) And it's hot. And it's hot, Mm -hmm. but at night it gets cold.
1: It's dry heat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a 180, like. Tex-Mex and cow skulls. No. Assholes.
1: (laughs) I don't think you want to know about, like, how teeth are attached to different kinds of animals. Okay. Here is a little quiz for you. I thought you wanted to do a very small one. Sure. Um, Human beings have four types of teeth. Tell me what they are. Molars. Yes.
0: Those are the ones that fall out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes.
0: <laughs> Incisors. Yes. Cuspids and bicuspids, right?
1: Um, I'm going to give them to you. On my list, it says canines and premolars, but they sound like they're the same thing.
0: I, I, shit, I don't know. I thought they were called bicuspid. I, I don't know enough of Latin or whatever to know what cuspid means.
1: Well, cuspid and bicuspid make, and then there's molar and premolar. So it makes it sound like maybe they're like synonyms.
0: So either I did perfect on the quiz or I got fifty percent.
1: I'm gonna say you did perfect, and
0: who's to say?
1: uh, your incisors cut your food, your canines tear your food, and the molars and premolars crush your food. That's what your teeth do. That's the name of the game. Teeth do not develop in human beings. Wait, they do. On. <laughs> All of your teeth are developed when you are a fetus, like very early in the game. Really? All of your teeth are developed in your head by the 20th week. Of pregnancy, so before before you're even halfway done.
0: I mean, they get bigger from there. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be.
1: But like when you have like little buds, and that's, they grow into teeth. Like they don't have full size adult teeth and like little teeny baby heads.
0: So what's (laughs) so what's milk teeth?
1: Those are baby teeth.
0: So baby teeth are just called milk teeth. Yes. Those are not like.
1: Those are the same thing.
0: And then so
1: I still have baby teeth.
0: You have like one baby tooth. Yeah, I still have a baby tooth. Yeah. You just never got a grown up tooth there.
1: No. But it's fine. It's still hanging tough. Does the job. Chomps all day long. (laughs) Along with all my other teeth.
0: And what more can you ask than <laughs> no, to no. chomp, bite, tear, or grind all day long?
1: Right. You would think baby tooth would probably be starting to look shitty, or have a cavity in it, or like not be chomping that good, or have fallen out. It's a like rock star. It's like it's like this tooth has been with me for my whole life.
0: All of my baby teeth fell out, and I discovered I was probably twenty-five. Or 26 or something I don't remember what happened but I was at my mom's house my mom said something about my teeth and I was like oh my teeth you know yeah I had to have this tooth fixed whatever this tooth snapped and my dad had really soft enamel and stuff so I was like grousing about it with him my mom said oh I I still have all your teeth And she gets in the cabinet. She knew where they were. And she got down a pill bottle from like the 80s, one of the little orange pill bottles. And it had dot matrix on it. And it was like a pill bottle of mine from like taking amoxicillin from having an ear infection or something like as a child, Mm -hmm. right? And she opens it up and it turned and she turns it to me. And it's my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Just these little horrible. I don't know if you've ever seen teeth that fell out of somebody's head and then they sat in a cabinet. It was not a pretty sight. It's not, you know, like you snip the first lock of hair off your baby and it's in the baby book. And you're like, oh, no, these are disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. They look like if you had a fish tank and you had little rocks in there and then some of the rocks grew crap on them. And then you had to put the fish in a bag and you cleaned out the fish tank and then you just took the rocks out and you were like, I'll save these. that's my that's my advice to parents out there don't save teeth
1: when i was a kid we used to have a sewing kit that was one of those cookie tins like the blue ones with the shortbread cookies in them
0: royal danish yeah yeah
1: so we have one of those containers and we had all the thread and needles and stuff in it so for some reason my stepdad was like really into like Just self-dentistry, I guess. And so whenever he would get a tooth problem, he would just yank his tooth out. Then he would keep it in the sewing box. And so the sewing box was like a hodgepodge of like a bunch of threads that were all like thrown in there together and a bunch of loose needles and then a bunch of my stepdad's teeth. No. (laughs) Why did he... I always felt like he obviously wanted to keep them, so I wasn't going to get rid of it. And it didn't bother me. Yeah. He cleaned them first, it looked like.
0: Yeah, you can't throw away another person's teeth. (laughs) Maybe the idea was, you know, it's like Walt Disney having his head cryogenically frozen. Like, down the line, we can put it back.
1: Or maybe he kept it as a trophy, because I imagine it really sucks to pull your teeth out. He's like, I got this. This proves I did it. I really did. So,
0: how many teeth are we talking
1: I was like maybe two or three.
0: That's not so bad. I thought there was like 14 or no. something in there. That's... No,
1: maybe two or three, maybe. But they're big ones.
0: Have you ever had a tooth pulled?
1: I had a tooth pulled, but it was a baby tooth.
0: I have had adult teeth pulled, and it is one of the more unpleasant things I've ever had done. I have gotten actual oral surgery before, but my dentist had pulled out a tooth, and he injected me. Mm -hmm. He gave me a lot of anesthetic. He definitely did all he could, but... You can take anesthetic and the spot can be numb, Mm -hmm. but just like a guy propping one of his feet up on a stepladder and like using his whole body weight to rock a big pair of pliers back and forth and like jerk your head back and forth, because that's what it it takes to pull a tooth out. He was doing a fantastic job. He's an awesome dentist. It just requires a lot of force because that motherfucker was stuck in there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And the reason I had to have that tooth pulled out is because it broke. Mm -hmm. It's split in half from front to back. I couldn't eat for like two or three days, which is horrible because that's like one of my favorite things. (laughs) Like from when I wake up to like when I force myself to quit eating for the day, like it is just... It's a highlight. What am I going to eat? Might be good. Yeah. And every time I took a bite, it was like somebody sucked me in the jaw. And I was like, shit. So I go in. He said, your tooth is split front to back. And I was like, oh, man. I like I know I just bit down. And he said, well, what were you eating? And I said, well, I was eating some rice. And he stands up because he was like kind of, you know, Dennis, they kind of I crash down and stuff. He stands up and he takes a step back from me and he looks at me and he goes, did you cook it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor teeth.
0: So he had to pull it out. And yeah, it, it was cooked rice. I just, I had a filling in there and stuff. So
1: I had one tooth pulled, but it was a baby tooth that didn't want to come out. This one had a tooth underneath it though. So they went ahead and pulled it. And I was probably in high school when they pulled it. Because I had I used to have like extra teeth, like in front of other teeth and all kinds of weird shit like that. So uh, I was in high school and I was getting this baby tooth removed. And I always had like a needle phobia that was especially bad when I was a kid. I was in the chair, and they came at me with the needle of Novocaine. The closer they got to me with it, I was like leaning back farther and farther and farther in the chair, and then I just started sliding. <laughs> yeah, and they and I kept on sliding, and I slid down the dentist chair in between the hygienist and the dentist. Like it was just like a sliding board between them. <laughs> and I slid down and I just walked out.
0: But, I mean, you, you came back, right? Yeah, I had
1: my mom to go back. And eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I had to go back. But I made it out.
0: Well, they pulled the tooth out.
1: Yeah. had like little roots that were like pointed out the wrong way and so they were like underneath the teeth that are next to it
0: oh yeah and
1: so it was gross and i was pulling out pieces of teeth for a while after that out of the hole it was gross
0: you've done self-dentistry you never just like pulled your own teeth out but you've done self-dentistry before
1: i took my braces off when i was in high school that's really intense (laughs) I took them off.
0: Most people have their braces put on and off by a trained adult, Right, not right. by themselves who is a child.
1: Well, my family was real poor and then there was some kind of arrangement with my folks where my they were paying for my braces and when people are poor, they don't often have money to make payments on stuff like braces. And yeah. so my time in braces had already taken like way longer than I was told because I was going like twice as long between appointments as I was supposed to be. And then at some point like I was just like I'm I'm fucking done with this. this is like just like a giant money suck that never fucking ends because no one ever has any money and so I just popped him off yeah
0: <laughs> how did you do it?
1: Uh, I was hanging out at my friend's house and her dad was like a science-y guy and I think he had like a toolbox that was like little computer pliers and stuff like yeah. like, <laughs> like the ones that you would use like, little, like a little toolbox that you would work on computers with yeah and there was like a little teeny little set of pliers so I went, pop, 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 pop. It was actually pretty easy. Wow. Weren't they like glued to your teeth? Yeah, but they pop right off.
0: I never had braces. I know. Looking at me, you might be <laughs> like, wow.
1: <laughs> your teeth are straight. They may have a lot of other problems, but they are all straight.
0: It's because they're so small. <laughs> they have all the they... room in the
1: world to just be like exactly where they need to be.
0: Yeah. They couldn't get far enough to get crooked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My teeth are so fucking crooked. I have, like, teeth that are, like, way, way back in my mouth and stuff. But it doesn't bother me. Like, my teeth, like, the worst thing about them is that they're crooked.
0: If you eat popcorn, you're like, oh, now I have to floss.
1: Yeah, and I have to, like, I can't eat corn on the cob. I had to, like, cut the corn off. Because I have, like, a weird, like, tooth arrangement in my bottom teeth. And it makes it extremely hard for me to do that without getting, like, corn all over the fucking place. (laughs) so like I just so I don't fuck with it but it's like I don't have I have one cavity that I had got when I was in first grade I don't have any fucking teeth problems ever my gums never bleed they never hurt they never have any kind of sensitivity issues unless I'm like biting into like a popsicle but I think that's normal I'm not worried about it then it's like one more trait like oh you know the girl with the fucked up teeth
0: Yeah, I mean I don't think anybody's ever described you that no, way. No, I haven't, but I don't even think your dentist would describe you that way.
1: <laughs> Cause my teeth are fantastic other than that.
0: Cause dentists see people with with really mashed yeah. up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I think that I think that most people who are my age have had their teeth fixed by now. I'm just not worried about it. And then like all my wisdom teeth came in and they just slid right in. Because my teeth were so crooked they just like flexed a little bit and they just came right in. Like, no problem. <laughs> Like, like none of them were were lined up and, and exerting pressure on each other as it was. So they they were all like the ones that are behind just go a little more behind. The ones that are moving up go a little more up. <laughs>
0: you just reach the sonic care like back about a foot and a half up in your head and you brush you brush the wisdom teeth don't you
1: yes have you seen me do it
0: <laughs> that's why i'm mentioning it
1: yeah. <laughs> I focus back there because I know like those guys are where where I would have problems <laughs> if i got any because I have fucking teeth like all the way fucking back to my elbows
0: <laughs> well when i when I got my wisdom teeth teeth out. I think the whoever I had. See, I was on my parents insurance. So it was it was in the 90s. They had the classic American health insurance where my dentist was in the back of Lazarus, which is a department store. We would go back there like by the layaway department.
1: Sure, And yeah. there
0: was a dentist and anyway. <laughs> but it was like my wisdom teeth came in and they were like the lament configuration from Hellraiser. Right. So they got in and they cut them out. I think it was like 19 or 20. at the time i was sedated i had general anesthesia and i remember waking up and i was fine then later they told me they're like you were trying to fight the nurse (laughs) and i was like no i wasn't (laughs) like i didn't know how it worked it's like i was not my mom was like yeah you know they were holding you back. You were saying you were going to kick her ass. <laughs> Which just like, I... I. You get anesthetized, and so you don't... You don't know what's going on. It's not something I would ever do in waking life. And then they gave me Vicodin afterwards, and I was like, oh, this gives me cookie tummy. I'm not going to take this. So I just always... <laughs> I always I assumed until I was like 35, I was like, oh, Vicodin, no. And the dentist was always like, you want some Vicodin? And I was like, no, that stuff is yucky. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one time, like I just told you, where he was up on the stepladder and he was leaning on my face. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you want Vicodin? And I was like, I guess I'll give it a go.
1: <laughs> and, and it he, went a lot better than you would have expected.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, well... This isn't gonna work, and I took a bunch of Vicodin. And I was like, "Hey, buddy, <laughs> number one, my tooth doesn't hurt, right?" Right. So
1: that's the thing with opioids.
0: No i threw <laughs> I threw away and declined like five or six prescriptions. I was like, "This shit sucks." <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it works. It works very well.
1: They gave me all kinds of fucking painkillers when. Uh, I had Nona.
0: Yeah, they did. They
1: gave me fucking truckloads of Oxycontin when I was in the hospital, and they sent me home with all these fucking prescriptions for for opioids. They and would, I was fucking, I couldn't, I would sleep like 18 hours a day.
0: They were bringing you like lock boxes. There was like, they'd bring it up to the room, and a separate guy in a robe would have to like, use his thumbprint to unlock the box. Really? No. Uh. <laughs>
1: I was like, I, I was fucking out of it, wasn't
0: it? No it, was just, no, it was just a lady. She just gave you uh, real shit instead of OxyContin. Because OxyContin is like engineered to make you addicted to OxyContin, right? Well,
1: no, she was giving me OxyContin uh, pills. And then she had me on uh, dilated IV. <laughs> they had me doped up so hard when I was at the hospital that I, I slept 24 hours a day for like a good portion of it.
0: Uh, yeah, I would have been concerned, but they had you hooked up to the beeper and I was like, She's still going. She's
1: still alive. (laughs) I would just periodically wake up and be like, ah, and someone would come and stick an Oxycontin in my mouth and I'd go back to sleep. (laughs) That's all I remember. (laughs) So it wasn't that bad, really. I mean.
0: They would make you eat ice chips and you were like nodding out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely nodding out. My face was fucking itchy. I was like, fucking, that's the most fucked up I've probably ever been in my life. <laughs>
0: It's like, hey, I won't tell people what to do, but it seems to me, like, taking drugs, if you're having major surgery and major, like, life issues in the hospital, it seems like it might help you make it through.
1: Well, getting horrible medical stuff done to you without drugs is, like, not cool. So, do you know about plaque?
0: I don't know very much about plaque, no. No.
1: Uh, Plaque is a biofilm that consists of large quantities of various bacteria that forms on your teeth. And if the biofilm builds up, it leads to periodontal problems.
0: When you go to the dentist and you get your cleaning every six months or whatever, they get the pick and they scrape it off.
1: Mm -hmm. That's tartar.
0: Well, what's the difference between tartar and plaque?
1: Tartar is mineralized plaque, and I've heard it compared to like coral reefs. like you know when like little animal like little animals die and it leaves behind like the calcified like bits yeah, it's like that it's like it's like that only bacteria.
0: so it's just solid bacteria
1: like the remains it, it's of, like, like,
0: like bacteria skeletons yeah <laughs> That's wild. I didn't know that.
1: I mean, I don't know if that's it's I along thought it, those lines.
0: I thought it was just like when you eat Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just the little bits from the Captain Crunch.
1: It's not, though.
0: <laughs> Have you seen Calculus? So Calculus is tartar, but it's like massive amounts of it, right?
1: I think it's just like, the. I think it's probably the same thing.
0: If you look it up, we won't even put it because it's so gross. But if you go and you look up Calculus Cleaning on YouTube, if you're one of those pimple popper types, Mm -hmm. you go and you look it up, there's dentists and they have really strong water jets. They're like water picks, but they're super strong. And they get people, and these are people that just don't brush their teeth because of one thing or another, right, Mm -hmm. they'll spray off the calculus on their teeth, but it'll be to the extent that all of their teeth sort of harden together into this one single mass. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so if you're a pimple popper, you might like to watch that.
1: I I like watching that shit. I like watching all kinds of medical shit, though.
0: If there was something where somebody had a hammer, where a surgeon had a hammer and he had to knock off somebody's knee and put in a new one made out of a bowling ball, you would watch it and... there would be all the blood and stuff, and you'd be like, "It's cool."
1: Well, they used to have that show back when uh, I think it was the Discovery Channel or the Le- Learning Channel. Back when those channels actually had like actual stuff on it instead of like truck guys and like fishing guys and like history of Hitler, <laughs> like before it turned into that shit, like garbage shows and like reality TV. They actually had like more educational programming, and they used to have a show called. The operation. A doctor would come on the beginning and he'd be like, Barbara has such and such wrong with her and this is blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do one of these procedures today. And then they would just show the fucking whole thing.
0: Yeah, with the tubes and stuff. Everything. I couldn't watch that.
1: I always watched it. Anytime. That was like one of my favorite shows. The operation.
0: I've seen all kinds of stuff on the internet. But, like, surgery with, like, blood going through tubes and stuff, that's just, like, it's it's unpleasant to me. That's good. It means, like, there are still visceral things that bother me. So I feel like I haven't been desensitized to the point where I don't dislike seeing, like, the insides of people brought out.
1: Well, I think my thing is, is that I, like, when I was a kid, we didn't really have TV, Right. And so I would just fucking read literally anything at all that was in the house. At some point my mom started going to nursing school. She had all of these nursing school books in the house and also she also would have me do her homework for her when she would have to draw diagrams because she could not draw. I read all and all all, all of those nursing books like front to back to the point where I could like still like recall pages and certain ones. And so like watching surgeries and stuff like doesn't bother me. I he to spend a lot of time looking at pictures of surgeries.
0: Anatomy and medicine and stuff is interesting. It's just like actually seeing the stuff, the inside parts of the body get moved around very casually. I don't like it. Yeah. I would rather watch surgery than a musical. I'll put it that way. Okay.
1: All right.
0: Because the surgeon is never going to be like, and a brand new day. And then he points at me and he's like, and you are the morning. He starts motioning for me to come on stage and I'm like, no, you're <laughs> just fix the guy's vein. He's like, come up here and fix his vein. <laughs> <laughs> this never, no, the surgeon, he's the skilled one.
1: So, um, the way that the bacteria in your mouth fuck your teeth up is that they eat. The remains of food and like sugars and starches and shit that gets stuck on your teeth, right? And then when they do that, it produces lactic acid and that dissolves the calcium and phosphorus in your teeth. That's the mechanism by which your teeth rot.
0: So the mineral on your teeth, that's the outside of your teeth, is hydroxyapatite, right?
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: And that's what forms the enamel. mm mm-hmm. That's the idea behind fluoride is that when you have sodium fluoride or stannous fluoride or whatever in your mouth, it remineralizes your teeth, right? right? Mm -hmm. The hydroxyapatite remineralizes it with a fluoride ion and then fluorapatite is the resulting mineral and then bacteria, the lactic acid can't dissolve that as well right Mm -hmm.
1: the saliva in your mouth neutralizes the lactic acid and the saliva in your mouth would act can actually cause remineralization but there has to be enough time in between periods of you eating so if you if you eat little teeny meals all day long it'll make your teeth rot faster
0: oh really
1: because you do not give your saliva in your mouth an opportunity to neutralize the acid that the bacteria on your teeth are producing.
0: Well that makes sense though, right?
1: Right. But it's not something I had ever known before I read about today.
0: Well I never thought about that. I just the only thing I had heard is that they said if you drink sugar pop, it's phosphoric acid, mm-hmm. then you have sugar. So the combination of the sugar which feeds the bacteria and then the acid which can dissolve the enamel on your teeth. They said that's very bad drinking sugar pop. Now you've you've not been drinking Diet Coke. I'm still not
1: drinking pop. I told y'all guys already and I'm not drinking it.
0: It's been a while. You haven't had any Diet Coke.
1: Nope. Except for when I went back to Reformatory. I drank pop all night.
0: You know, it's...
1: They had a pop machine there and, like, I was thirsty and also I was needing to stay up till, like, 4 in the morning so I I was drinking pop. But I didn't bring any pop home with me. I didn't drink any pop in the car. Did you know... 35% of people do not get wisdom teeth.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Do they just not have them or do they not pop out?
1: They do not develop.
0: So when you say develop, they just never go from tooth buds to teeth.
1: Or you just don't even have the tooth buds. Man. Because the tooth buds are going to bud. They're going to turn into a tooth. Think about it. Did you know that your mouth produces 25,000 quarts of saliva in your life?
0: That is a lot.
1: It's enough to fill two swimming pools. It did not say if it was a baby pool or a regular pool or, like, an Olympic-sized pool, but swimming pools are filled with your spit.
0: So 25,000 quarts, mm-hmm. there's 6,250 gallons of spit you make in your lifetime. Okay. Essentially, it's water, right? Yeah. Like, there's some other stuff in spit, right? There's a little salt. What else is in spit? Let's saliva? find
1: out what's in spit. What is saliva? It is a thick, colorless, opalescent fluid that is constantly present in the mouth of humans and other vertebrates. It is composed of water, mucus, proteins, mineral salts, and amylase.
0: Right. So it's got a little bit of salt. It's got a little bit of snot. And then it's got amylase, which is an enzyme that breaks down food. Mm -hmm. Right. 6,000 gallons of saliva. A gallon of water weighs about 8.3 pounds. Mm -hmm. So your body in its lifetime makes somewhere around 50,000 pounds of spit.
1: (laughs) a lot of spit.
0: So the average life expectancy is what, 78 years?
1: If it's three Three, quarters of a pound a year. Three quarters
0: of a thousand pounds a year, yeah. So roughly two pounds of spit a day.
1: (laughs) That's a fucking... A lot of spit. How am I having two pounds of spit a day and not noticing it?
0: Here's what I would do if I were you, Natalie. Take your spittoon.
1: <laughs> I don't think I would spit two pounds of spit a day. You even draw. If I fucking tried.
0: Draw a line on your spittoon first thing in the morning.
1: <laughs> Can I just spit constantly for 15 minutes and then just do the math? <laughs> Did you know that an average person spends 38 and a half days brushing their teeth? In their lifetime. Mm -hmm,
0: Yeah. I feel like that's well spent. You You gotta do it. Only brush the teeth you want to keep.
1: Right. And you don't want to be the guy with the stinky breath. Did you know that mosquitoes have twice as many teeth as people? No. What?
0: (laughs) No. So mosquitoes...
1: They have forty-seven sharp edges resembling a tooth shape. They don't
0: have teeth. These quote teeth, unquote, <laughs> are actually biting hooks for gathering blood.
1: Mosquitoes are gross. <gasps>
0: well, if you haven't <laughs> If you haven't subscribed, it's five bucks. You get to hear a shitload. Of other episodes that we've recorded, some people, if you look in the iTunes review, say that the paid episodes are better than the free episodes, which is true. We do that on purpose to reward you if you pay us. (laughs) If you pay or if you don't, you can go to iTunes. And give us a review. Just click five stars. You don't have to write anything. Give us five stars on iTunes. It helps people find it, blah, blah. But you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next time. Good
1: night.